Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and beautiful Wednesday morning. I had to think a second. <laughs> so, that's pretty bad when days start to run together, but uh, but I do hope everybody is doing well today and uh, woke up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed this morning and ready to hit the day running. Uh, so, uh, you know, tell you all this uh, all the time, maybe it's more for my benefit than it is for yours, but uh, just realize that you know it's what you make it it's your attitude and if you want to go through this day miserable grouchy grumpy and hateful guess what you're that's exactly how your day is going to be it's going to be miserable if you go to work kicking and screaming it's going to be miserable you know and uh trust me i know what it's like there's been many a time that i have uh uh sat in a parking lot debating on how bad I needed a job <laughs> working in different places I've been to and uh, uh, it's a tough call sometimes but just go in there work like you're working for the Lord uh, make today the best you can make it and uh, it'll be what it be good morning Ed but uh, you know don't don't go in with dread and uh, anxiety but go in with joy and don't let people bring you down trust me I have worked in retail I have worked in telemarketing i've worked in a lot of different places and uh probably the worst is collections dealing with smart elec people <laughs> and uh uh you know and, and it's easy to bring you down uh, when you're dealing with people like that all day uh call after call but uh just let me get to you i can't eat you so just uh, let it go and move on that's all all any of us can do so well, my friends, uh, let's uh, do our uh, Pledge of Allegiance this morning, and uh, let's get this up here so everybody can uh, uh, do their thing here. <laughs> I'm trying to do two or three different things at the same time. Give me just a second here. All right, let's go ahead and do our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All righty. Praise the Lord for being able to do that each morning and uh, be sure and realize that I uh, don't take that uh, for granted. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but uh, if the two loons uh, get in there to... Uh, 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 sorry, <laughs> somebody sent me a text message, uh, Kim Hensley, the church sent me a text message, uh, trying to figure out what, what she's putting on there, let's see, let's, let's, let's show the whole class what she sent this morning, in case she's watching, let's see, uh, said that I always look forward to my moment with Dr. Vic Young on Channel 11 every morning at 6 o'clock, well, good, that's awesome, uh, we, you know, we get a lot of response from our, uh, uh, morning devotions that Dad and I do. Uh, it's amazing the amount of people who get up just to watch those. You know, it's just a 30-second uh, clip. And uh, I think it's, uh, I love how the Lord has used that to minister to a lot of different people. And I, uh, in fact, I was uh, just substitute teaching uh, in Jonesboro. And I was talking, and all of a sudden this woman came running out. She goes, 
She goes, I had to see what you look like. And I was like, what? She said, every morning I get ready for uh, to come to work. She said, I'd never get to watch, but I listen. She said, when I heard your voice, I knew who it was. <laughs> so I was like, well, okay, that'll work too. <laughs> but uh, so, uh, uh, so I, I appreciate everybody who uh, supports that and watches that each day. And, and, I, and that's one reason why I do these too uh, in the morning. So to expound a little beyond the uh, the thirty second clip because uh, I think it's important for us starting out our day with uh, some uh, devotions that we can uh, really ponder on and think about and uh, get our days a hopping and a moving and a grooving. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, Vern? <laughs> right, let's. Uh, I doubt there's too many kids even know what that means. If you, if you say that right now, they probably don't have a clue who Ernest is. And uh, hard to believe he was a trained classical actor and he's goofing and doofing. That's how he came up with Ernest. So uh, I like Ernest goes to camp. I love that when that turtle was on his nose and they try to get it off. He says, you have to sing him off. <laughs> so, okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's look at our Bibles this morning. We're going to look at Jude verse 20. So if you have your Bibles handy, that's uh, only one chapter and it's Jude 20. Just go to Revelation and back up if you don't know where it's at. But Jude 20 says, But ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Let's read that again. It's kind of a short one. But ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. All right. So as me old Pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. All right. So, Looking at this morning, uh, you know, one thing as Christians, as fallen people, you know, as I uh, referred to before in the Garden of Eden, the fall of man, how sin has entered the world, uh, we can be very impulsive. We can be covetous. In fact, I was telling somebody uh, the other day, I said, you made me covet because of a vehicle they had. I thought I really wanted, but uh, of course, I say that tongue-in-cheek but uh, uh you know we can be covered we can be prideful we all these things but you know if you notice jesus was never um uh, had this impulsive streak you know he always done everything with a with a, a calm with strength uh, with peace uh, because he was fully god and fully man and that's why he was able to tackle things like that no matter what it is and, and uh, that we are thrown at in life jesus handled it in a way as an example for us to follow by but, you know, when you think about uh, being impulsive, there is uh, uh, impulse, uh, what is it, um, iris let's see, hold on, it's impulse, irresistible impulse, or impulse not resisted, all right, that's, uh, that you have out there. So we all deal with impulse, either it's irresistible and you have a mental and emotional that it is, cannot be resisted, you cannot refrain or you have impulse that is not resisted. In other words, you can resist, but you would choose not to. And, uh, you know, we can all be a bit uh, rash. We can all be a bit impulsive. I know that uh, that's one thing in my life that uh, the Lord has really had to deal with me on is my uh, impulsiveness, my, my rash way of doing things. Uh, I'm really bad about getting in a hurry. Uh, my wife always gets on me for my lack of patience uh, in dealing with things. And uh, when I want something, I want it right then. And uh, it's, it's, it's come at a high cost, uh, particularly financially. Uh, I'm one of the people that you know, because I do like to shop, I'm the people that uh, uh, the stores like to target because they, they put 
items on end caps or in, in the checkout line for impulse buying so that when you see something, oh, I want that, you know, and, that's, and I'm the kind of turkey who falls for a lot of that. <laughs> and uh, I'm trying to curb it. I'm trying to do a lot better. I want to be a, a good steward of God's money. And that was a lot of my problem was that I was not viewing uh, finances as God's money. I was only looking at it as my own. And uh, it just took a good uh, chunk of my life to understand that, unfortunately. And uh, so, you know, and as it, hey, it comes down even uh, not only financial ways, but being a redneck, you know, it's, uh, uh, you know, when somebody uh, ticks you off, it's very easy to uh, uh, not resist that impulse to want to reach out and slap somebody. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, not that I have physically done that. Now, I was in fights when I was a kid, but not as an adult have I done those things. No, I take that back. I, there was one time when I was an adult and uh, me and this guy got into it, and uh, we he got uh, a little physical, nothing major, but uh, he's, he's bigger than I was and thought he could push me around, and uh, his, his eyes got real big when he realized that wasn't going to happen. So long time ago, over a girl, a silly girl, <laughs> but, uh, a long time ago. But anyway, um, so, you know, we had to, to fight those things. We have to do those things that are glorifying to God. We had to, had to fight those kind of impulsive uh, actions and thoughts and deeds. Uh, we have to be very careful about that. Now, you know, that, that leads us to someone that I can relate to in a very big way, and that is Peter. Robin, I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> you in big trouble, girl. I ain't even going to go there. All right, so I want to read something to you here this morning. And, uh, of course, you know I'm teasing with you, Robin. Uh, it's uh, Simon Peter. I like this because I can really relate to him. Simon Peter, also known as uh, Cephas, uh, was one of the first followers of Jesus Christ. He was outspoken, an ardent disciple, one of Jesus' closest friends, an apostle, and a pillar of the church. Peter was enthusiastic, strong-willed, impulsive, and at times brash. But for all his strengths, Peter had several uh, failings in his life. Still, the Lord who chose him, continued to mold him into exactly who he intended Peter to be. All right? So, uh, it is, uh, uh, we can see here that uh, probably like me, a lot of you can relate to Peter because most of us are impulsive. Most of us are strong-willed. Most of us at times can be brash. We can be those kind of things. And, uh, you know, you look at uh, Peter's impulsiveness uh, and the fact that when Jesus is walking on the water here, he climbs out of the boat and tries to walk on the water too. And as soon as he takes his eyes off the Lord, of course, he starts uh, sinking. And uh, that's why I love that picture uh, of Jesus. It looks like he's bending down. You can see like you're under the water and he's reaching down to get you. I love, love that picture. And uh, because I can relate to it so much. And uh, it's nice to know that when we're sinking, that uh, Jesus is there to rescue us and to reach down and to pull us back up. Uh, out of our own uh, stupidity sometimes, but uh, he was the uh, he was Peter was a leader. He was the the de facto spokesman uh, for the group, uh, but uh, he had a lot of shortcomings. You know, we see that he denied Jesus three times, uh, and uh, but he become one of the greatest uh, disciples out there. But here's some things. You know, I wrote down a couple of things here uh, that uh, I thought uh, was interesting that uh, Jesus, one, overcomes fear. Uh, we see in times where Peter himself was fearful, things that, uh, that he uh, 
tried to, uh, uh, for one, deny Jesus. You know, he was scared of what they were going to do to him. Uh, we see that uh, Jesus forgives unfaithfulness. You know, the very thing where uh, uh, he was fearful and he was not being faithful unto the Lord. Uh, Jesus forgave that. You know, I think sometimes that in our lives, in dealing with fear, in dealing with faith, that sometimes we think that, uh, you know, that God's going to give up on us, that he does, he's not going to want to deal with us anymore. And it's great to know that uh, he helps, gives us the tools and the strength and the ability to overcome that fear, uh, to help increase our faith. Uh, and we also see here that he patiently teaches. You know, there's so many times when Peter was going off the rails, and, you know, and that's me. You know, I, I'm sometimes I'm like a chihuahua on crack, and it takes me a little while to, to get my mind focused on where it needs to be. And uh, it's taken me a long time uh, to really uh, uh, to calm myself down to even study. Uh, that's one reason why I struggled in school so much. I mean, I've never been diagnosed with anything, but sometimes I wonder if maybe I did have uh, ADHD or something like that because I, I really struggled uh, in school because I couldn't calm down. You know, my mom was going a million miles a, a, a second and in different directions and hyper beyond. I could, I could put into words how hyper. I mean, I could climb the walls and jump off the building and keep on running. I'll think twice about it, you know. And uh, as a result, it got, got me in a lot of trouble in school and uh, uh, my grades were never really all that good. And it, it's been hard for me to really uh, to, to hone that down. But praise God, that uh, he's able to, uh, to help me to, to focus better. But he teaches us, all right? He teaches us. Even though we may be falling short, even though we may be messing up, he teaches us uh, in the, to help us in the right direction. That's why we got to read God's Word. But Jesus, he also sees us as he intends us to be. Now, is that not awesome? You know, despite all of Peter's faults and the things that he'd done, Jesus could see all right, as he intended him to be what he wanted him to be. That's a great thing with us as Christians. That he See, that's why I always tell everybody, you know, particularly when I invite them to church, and they say, well, you don't know what I've done. You don't know what my past. I'm like, I don't care. Nobody cares. See, I, and I think what it is that because they are convicted uh, of sin, that when they walk into a church, they think everybody there can see through them and see every fault, every sin, everything that they've done. Trust me, I can relate to that. That's why I struggled so hard when I first started, when God called me to the ministry. Uh, they called me saying, speak up. Uh, I was reading notes. I kind of kept my head down. I was kind of quiet because uh, I was. I felt like every person in that room knew who I was and knew of every sin that I committed. And it was hard. It was so difficult uh, to get past that. And praise God, now that's one thing I kept praying for is boldness. And praise God, it's not that I still don't get scared. It's not that I still don't get nervous every time I speak. I do every single time I speak. But I praise God that he gives me that boldness uh, to be able to get out there and preach his word. And he sees us as he intends us to be. And that's one thing I try to tell people all the time. God doesn't expect you to be at this level. He just wants you as you are. You know, just like that song, uh, uh, Just As I Am. God wants you just as you are, all right? He don't, he, 
once you come to know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, then he will take over. Then you will see that change. Then that's redemption, sanctification, glorification. That's when we see these things. The old you has been nailed to the cross, a new creation that you become in Christ Jesus. And then he will get you to the place where he wants you to be. He sees you as he intends you to be. And that's why I keep trying to tell people, man, just chill out. It's all good. Just come as you are and don't worry about it. All right, and but it's hard for a lot of people to to get past that. They think, oh, I got to clean my act up. I have to I have to stop doing A, B, and C before I can come to church. And if you're waiting to do that, you will never ever come to church because you will never feel good enough to come through the doors. I don't feel good enough to ever get up here and speak. I don't feel good enough to do this every Sunday, every every morning that I do these devotions. I don't feel good enough. Because I think of all the things I've thought, said, or done, you know? And it's just like, and that's what the devil wants. He wants to keep uh, his word from going out. And so he wants to remind me, he wants to remind you of every wrongdoing that you have done. Every impulsive thing. Every, every uh, you know, like we see here with him, with uh, Peter here, you know, your strong-willed, your impulsiveness, your, your, your brashness. He wants to remind you of all those things so that you will be silenced into submission that you will not say a word about Christ because you're embarrassed. And, that, and that's what's giving the devil the victory. And, you know, it's a great thing to see that Jesus uses unlikely heroes. You know, that's one thing about God's word uh, that I love uh, so much. You know, and when you look at uh, fantasy, when you look at, uh, uh, you know, mythical characters, uh, you know, when you look at uh, uh, the uh, ancient Greek stories of the false gods of Zeus and Apollo, you know, all you see are the good things uh, that these people done. You know, when you look at you watch the movie The Avengers, you see all you see is the good that they accomplished. But, you know, one thing about God's word, uh, that it is truth, it is not fantasy, it is not myth, uh, is that it not only demonstrates the good that, uh, of, of men and women that God has used, but he also shows their shortcomings as well. You know, he could have very easily uh, edited out uh, Peter's denial. It could have very easily edited out his impulsiveness when he cut off Malchus's ears. It could have, uh, his ear, rather, I said, uh, it's not plural, ear. Uh, and um, it is, uh, or any other thing that he or any other disciples done, or any other the men of God. Look at David, a man after his own heart, and he commits adultery, has a uh, her husband killed, uh, has a baby with this. You know, it just it is. Uh, we see all these shortcomings, but he uses the unlikely heroes, and uh, you know that's why I've, I've never understood uh, why in the world God called me to the ministry. I, I still to this day I don't I don't understand it. Uh, every time I speak, or uh, whether it's in the mornings or or Sundays or Wednesdays, uh, I feel like there are men out there far more intelligent, and there are far men out there far more articulate in how they present the gospel, and they are. And uh, and but I had to, Lord had to reveal to me that hey, I didn't call you to be like these people. I didn't call you to be like your dad. I called you to be Matt Young. And he's called you to be you. You see what I'm saying? He wants you just as you are. You may be the unlikely hero that God's wanting to use in a very mighty way. And how are you going to do that? How are you going to uh, be used by God today? You know, you can sit and think about all these things that you have messed up and done. And I, hey, trust me, it's easy to do. I sit, and, you know, I just sit and fight those thoughts of of the past and the things that I've said and people I've hurt and things I've done and and um, Every time I joke or kid around, you know, and I have a very weird sense of humor, and not everybody always gets that. 
And uh, so uh, just like last night, I had a premarital counseling session and all night I was thinking, man, I probably shouldn't have said that. I probably shouldn't have done that. I probably shouldn't have joked around. I probably shouldn't have said this. You know, I think about things I've done a year ago, five years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago that I've said and done and wish I could put away. But David is, that is in the past. See, God has forgiven that. We we we're, we should be able to move on past that. And if all you're doing is look at the past and look at those mistakes and look at all those impulsive moves that you've done in life, you will never go forward. We have constantly got to be in that state of growth. We have to constantly be pushing forward. We have constantly have to keep our eyes on the prize, and that's Jesus Christ. And so don't be sitting there looking at all your, your shortcomings. It, you know, everybody has areas in our lives that needs work. Everybody has a past. Everybody has things that they have to overcome and fight. You just keep your eyes on the Lord. Pick yourself up by your bootstraps, as my grandfather used to say, and just keep on moving, all right? And, uh, you know, so don't, don't quit focusing on those things that you've, uh, you've, you've done, all right? It's done. It's over with. Thinking about it, it's not going to change a thing. So even though I think a lot of us, like myself, can really relate to Peter and uh, uh, his... Um, uh, impulsive ways and you know we need to strive to have that uh, that rigid calmness uh, that Christ portrayed his strength that he portrayed we need to strive for that you know we read God's Word remember there's no way for us to be able to to attain every single thing that God's Word says it is a guide for us to live by to strive for to shoot for and we will we will shoot for it and we will miss and because we are fallen creatures we are sinful creatures one day we will get to spend that eternity in heaven. One day we get to be there, and and there will, you know, we we will uh, be perfected, and we will not have to worry about uh, missing the mark uh, at all. But uh, as you go out and about your day, you just keep your eyes on the Lord. You be the best you that you can be. And that's what I tell my kids all the time. You know, um, my son's twenty. My daughter's getting ready to turn seventeen, and uh, I said, you know, I told them, I said, you're going to face challenges and trials. And don't sit there and worry about what mommy and daddy think, all right? I want you to just be the best you that you can be, and you just live for the Lord. You ask yourself, Jesus, what you know? What what would Jesus have me to do? You know, there's that whole town in Sheldon's book. Uh, you know, that's where we get that um, uh, in his, I think it's, um, I think it's in his steps. That don't sound right. Uh Anyway, that's where that they we got that. What would Jesus do? It was a whole town decided to do that, and it fundamentally changed and transformed uh, the way they thought, acted, and, and saw life. And obviously, we would never really understand what would Jesus do because uh, He is God Almighty. In fact, as a professor, who really uh, uh, hated that slogan because they said He's God Almighty. You can't. There's no way you would know what He would do. But we have an idea based on His Word uh, as His example uh, how He would uh, face down and do uh, and deal with certain situations. That's what we have to do. Is ultimately not so much what we what our, our parents would want us to do, but what would God have us to do? And you just be the best that you can be. And if you can do that every day and to live uh, as God's word says, to love the Lord thy God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, with all of our being, and to love our neighbors ourselves, and we can do that, we can accomplish great things. Robert Fall says, so thankful he called you, and you answered yes. You were once, oh, well, that's very sweet of you. That's very, very kind. I uh, really appreciate that, Robin. Very sweet. I, I forgive you for the for the butter comment. But uh, very sweet. That's very, very touching. I'm not uh, very humbled and not deserving of those uh, kind words. Thank you. But, uh, my friends, uh, just keep your eyes on the Lord today, and uh, it may uh, get a little sticky out there, no matter, depending on what your 
having a battle today and realize that God's going to get you through and he's going to pull you through and he's not going to give up on you. You may want to give up, but God Christ is always there and he will never give up on you. Let's have a word of prayer. And if our Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful and beautiful day that you blessed us with. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, I know that many of us can be impulsive. Many of us can lack faith. Many of us can lack the strength and uh, that we need. And it's so easy to want to give up. But Lord Jesus, give us that strength. Give us the courage to endure and to persevere. Let us uh, see uh, Peter's example. And Lord, uh, let us try to strive to have that mind of Christ. To never give up and to boldly proclaim the word of God. Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, please be with this election. Lord, I, I beg your mercy that you will, uh, that the results will be one we can all be excited about. But Lord, no matter what the outcome, we know that you are sovereign and we know that you are in control and that we can just trust in you that no matter what happens, uh, that you are, you've got us, Lord. And you, we know that you're, you're going to take care of us. Lord, I pray that you'll bring healing upon this country, that you'll bring peace upon this land, be able to come to know you before it's too late. Let our police officers know that they're loved, needed, and appreciated. And Lord, just be with our uh, sister in Christ, Kim Penix, and Wendy Lee, and Troy and Ginger Hood, and uh, Lynn and David Feathers. I pray that you be with Ron Thompson. I pray that you be with Murph. Uh, Lord, I pray that you be with Jane Kitchings. And uh, Lord, I pray that you be with uh, Larry and Donna Knight. And Lord, be with my dad. I know he hasn't been feeling well, and I pray that you bring healing upon him. Lord, pray to be their present. Give them the wisdom, knowledge, discernment that he needs and protection about him and his family. Lord, be with us. Lead God to protect us. We meet again. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. Uh, tonight at 7 o'clock, of course, we do online service only on Wednesday evenings. And um, my father, he's going to be doing his expose on Halloween. So uh, be looking for that uh, tonight. Uh, you don't want to miss it. And I know a lot of people, uh, I've, I've probably gained more flack from uh, my stand on Halloween than probably about anything I've ever taught on or posted on social media. Uh, I don't want Facebook uh, in its uh, infancy, if you will. Uh, I put on there uh, the uh, history behind Halloween and and how, uh, how Christians really good... Uh, uh, good faith can really, uh, uh, thank you, Tracy, can really in good faith celebrate uh, Satan's high holiday. And oh my gosh, uh, I think people be uh, would though if you could cancel Christmas, they would throw such a fit as they would about Halloween. Uh, there's nothing good about it, guys. I'm just being honest with you. It's just it's just an evil day. And what every aspect of, that uh, that happens in Halloween direct, directs directly back. Uh, to uh, what happened in, uh, uh, and a lot of evil was being practiced. I'm trying to choose my words carefully because I don't want to mess up uh, what he's going to be talking about this evening. But anyway, 7 o'clock, be sure and tune into that and uh, you don't want to miss it. Our fall festival has been canceled uh, on October 31st due to the fact that here in our area has become a hotbed for COVID. And uh, according to JHL, it has doubled uh, within just the last few days. So as a result, in fact, they even had an article that said uh, discouraging trick-or-treating as a result of the uh, uh, virus. 
So, uh, so that has been canceled. Uh, uh, sad, to, sad to say, but I uh, hope you understand. So don't forget to tune in tonight at 7 o'clock for that. And uh, uh, if always, if you haven't already, uh, tell your friends or family. They can find me on social media, me, media, media at Dr. Young 77. If they don't do that, they can always, if they uh, do Facebook, they can watch live on flbconline.com. And as always, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast, Apple iTunes, audio only. But you can listen to that as you're going out and about your day. But, uh, you know, guys and gals, I hope everybody has a great day today. And uh, like I say, just live this day. Uh, It it is what you want to make it. You know, just make it a good one. You know, that's why I say my my phrase at the end of every uh, devotion. Make today a good one. You know, we're not promised a tomorrow, all right? So if this was the last day you were going to live on this earth, how would you live it? And uh, so think about that. Would you hug someone a little tighter? Would you say you love them a little more? How would you live today if you uh, would get the unfortunate diagnosis this was your last day? Could well be. Well, thanks for watching. And remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching and God bless. Thank you.